0: Welcome back to the Couch Command. Let me introduce our guests And also, uh, the uh, a friend of mine did a trailer for our podcast and he's mentioned how I never introduced myself. So, hi, I'm Keith Justice. Welcome to the Couch Command podcast. Uh and with me today I have Chuck, an old friend.
1: Hello everybody. Uh I uh, want to thank these guys for having me on. Uh we'll be talking about the things I've been geeking out on as well as uh, the movie uh, The Black Hole, which I like to think I'm kind of an expert on, but uh,
0: but uh, yeah, we'll get to that. Looking forward to it, dude. Uh, Chuck, have we ever podcasted together, ever? Well, I think we did twice before.
1: Once, a few years back, you and I sort of did like an intro podcast or something, or maybe it was just sort of like a test episode where you and I were just, just, just talking about sh- different sh- topics shooting? and... Shit, shit shooting. shooting. Can we can we swear on
0: this? Yes, we can. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right, we were we were shit shooting for real, So uh, yeah, yeah. So I'm sort of getting back into the game. So we'll see how it goes.
0: Glad to have you on. Also with me, I have uh, MJ. Greetings and salutations, folks. All right, and also I have returning Matt.
2: Hey, Stop. I, Stop. I, hey! Oh, thank. I, I interrupted my own introduction,
0: <laughs> but it's good to be <laughs> back.
2: Great to have you on
0: again, dude. Uh, Thanks, man. all right. So, um starting with the new guy or old guy. Uh, the new old guy, the old friend Chuck. What do geeky on, my Old friend. Old <laughs> friend? The old person uh, of the dog group, the friend <laughs> the new friend, the new old the friend who's not old, but
2: the all right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> Something the <else.
1: laughs> I'm
0: similar age to all of us, but uh, we're Get out, Chuck. What up, man?
1: Uh Hello. Uh, so this is our Geeking out section.
0: I guess yeah. we uh, What's... we're, we're uh, talking about
1: stuff we've been chilling on. Well, I've been geeking out on job hunting. Um right, like, right. Yeah, got good times. So, uh, but in my career, it's a lot of fun. I'm a graphic web de- graphic designer, web designer, UI designer. So a lot of fun. There's a lot out there to explore. Um, but when I haven't been job hunting. Uh, I kind of take a break to play. I've been playing a couple of PC games. Um, mm-hmm. uh, they're indie games. One is called Monster Train, and the other one is called Fights in Tight Spaces. Um, Monster Train is kind of like a, uh, how would you say It's sort of a tower defense game where hell has frozen over, and you play as uh the minions of hell and you're on a train delivering this crystal to uh unfreeze hell and you're fighting against angels and uh sort of like heavenly beings Bad. and it's a yeah it is it is uh you it all takes place in a um, on a single car of a train that is how that houses the crystal that you're delivering and there are four levels to the train and the um, enemies they spawn at the bottom of the train on the first level, and they work their way up. And you have to play, um, you have to play uh, cards to place minions and to fight them off, and to cast spells and stuff like that. Um, what I love about it, I-, I love collectible card games when there's no like transactions or pay to p- pay to win or pay anything. So you-, you buy the game, all the cards are there and it it's beautiful um i highly recommend it it has the visual aesthetic reminds me a lot of hearthstone so if you like sort of like that kind of colorful vibrant um uh art style this this game is is uh it, it is just gorgeous i absolutely love it i i sunk i bought it in 2020 and i'm over like 1500 hours
0: on steam so goddamn uh yeah um, I, when did you how would you game so like how do you end up picking these? Um
1: well uh PC Gamer, I saw an article on PCGamer.com and they were saying um okay, if you love the game Slay the Spire, which is kind of similar in a way, um these are sort of alternatives you could play to Slay the Spire. Slay the Spire. And right. I absolutely love Slay the Spire. Uh it's another kind of uh I'm not saying it, it's not really a tower defense game, but you're sort of working your way through a map. And uh you run into different encounters and again you you play cards you uh from your from a deck and of minions and abilities. So uh yeah, that's that's one of the uh, uh one of the games I've been geeking out on. The other one, uh Fights in Tight Space is very similar. Um where it's uh it's another kind of card game where it's like a John Wick or uh like a Jason is it Statham? Is it Jason Statham film? Is that how you pronounce his name?
0: Yep. Yeah, yeah. I thought you were going to go but it, I, I'm looking at the screenshots and it's definitely more St- Jason Statham.
1: Yeah, yeah, I mean, the visual is quite striking. Very black-white, high contrast with some flashes of red for blood. And to perform, uh, uh, it's like a, a kung fu game, practically. And to perform moves, um, you play cards from your deck and you the cards uh have like movement um actions uh uh attacks
2: defense that sort of thing awesome so so really quick i want to go back to uh, to monster yeah. train it's yeah. uh, it's interesting if i had seen this just like pictures of it floating around online there's no way i would have stopped and looked at it i would have been like oh another mobile game no thank you mm-hmm. um cause that's really like to me like initially looking at it that's what it makes me think of but this thing has gotten amazing reviews on oh, steam wow. um yeah, like uh, the all reviews is overwhelmingly positive, and it's all like pushing sixteen thousand reviews. Oh wow! Um, yeah, so this is a uh, th- oh, go ahead. Sorry.
1: Oh yeah, no, it's definitely not a. It's not. I, I could see how it may feel like mobile because of the kind of c- collecting cards or as yeah. your card deck. Yeah. And yeah, I I do not care for mobile games um at yeah. all really,
2: and oh. and and also I just started watching um like a little preview thing of it. While you were talking, and like halfway through this first preview on Steam, there's this. uh it was like a blacksmith lady, yes. And she, she looks absolutely ripped as hell. She looks freaking <laughs> awesome.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, she's actually one of the the better cards you can get because she has like an attack that att- uh, hits all of the enemies, and uh, it actually ooh. increases uh, the uh, slot on your level, so you can place more minions to help push back.
2: Badass. Well, and, you know, I mean, since. Oh, go
0: ahead, Keith. Sorry.
1: Oh, uh, I was going to say, and how many hours have you played? Over mm-hmm. 1,500. Uh, I'm not in Steam right now. God but
0: damn Yeah, damn, I, man. I, I felt pretty proud wow. of myself a little while ago. I, was, I, I clocked in maybe 100 some hours on Earth Defense Force, I think. And I was oh, like, nice. yeah, man, I'm a fucking gamer. And I'm like, oh, okay, I'm <laughs> look at you sit go. Back now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> let me sit back You've down. entered the I realm like of professionals.
1: Nothing.
2: <laughs> it really is. <laughs> Really is. I mean, I remember back in the day playing like Final Fantasy three slash six and putting like eighty hours in, and thinking like, "Wow, that's my whole life." Eighty hours. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, I'm
3: I'm looking at the uh, preview videos of uh, fights in tight spaces. I like the visual aesthetic of it. That looks pretty neat. Almost reminds me of the uh, old stick figure kung fu videos that were viral about twenty years ago. Yeah, I was thinking that too.
1: Yeah, good point. Yeah, and the way I found that video was via uh Alex Navarro from the uh well at the time he was at Giant Bomb but then uh him and a couple others left to start their own uh their own group called Nextlander and in one of their podcasts he was talking about it and he was mentioned it's like uh collectible it's like a card game without sort of like mobile the mobile thing you run into with having to pay to upgrade cards and get new cards and I'm like it's all contained in one package and I'm like that's right up my alley
0: what side do they, do do
1: go, did they move over to? Mm. Uh, next lander. Is what side? Do? Next uh, lander. They left. They left. Giant Bomb. Now, Alex Navarro, Brad Shoemaker, and Vince, Vincent Caravella. Um, for gamers out there who are listening, uh, they may be familiar with uh, Giant Bomb, uh, but uh, which is a video game. Uh, it's a video game wiki site, but they also had a popular podcast with Jeff Gersman and Ryan Davis, Patrick Klipic. Some other folks.
0: Yeah, I thought that it found it interesting that like Giant Bomb was founded because those people left uh GameSpot. GameSpot. Yep. Yeah. Jeff Gershwin yeah. when he got fired from GameSpot because of yep. the um notorious yeah,
1: giving yeah, giving poor reviews to uh Kane and Lynch. Kane and there you
0: go. Kane Lynch. Yeah. And now and... they've left Giant Bomb to go on, mm-hmm. onto Necker. Yep. Yep. Which doesn't and... seem to have a website.
1: Oh yeah, I, I don't think so. They have a Patreon page, but they also uh, they're on Twitch, oh, right. I believe, and they have definitely on YouTube. Yes. And so now the
3: question is: if I go visit the giantbomb.com dot com website, is the FBI going to open a file on me?
1: Yes, they will. Yes, they will. <laughs> um, Got
3: when, some keywords well, there? Yeah, when <laughs> I started
1: visiting Giant Bomb, I actually uh, when I signed on to my uh, network. I noticed there was an actual uh, an extra little network in the uh, list to choose from called FBI Van Number Five. <laughs> so they're, they're parked somewhere in the neighborhood. So you better be careful.
0: Yeah, yeah watch they out. They want watch the latest and greatest station, in video station. game yeah. entertainment. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's it.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's it. FBI <laughs> Van Number Five.
0: Yep. Here comes
3: the man in black.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um. Anything else from geeking on, my friend?
1: Uh no, that's that's pretty much it. Um oh well one one quick thing. We could talk more later, maybe on a separate cast, but I finally received my HasLab uh proton pack.
4: Oh, oh dude, no. Yeah. What? Ooh. Uh yeah,
2: no, this that... is all right, no, let's 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 hear about that. I'm very curious. Yes.
1: Oh oh yeah, uh about a year ago. And wait, wait, wait really quickly.
0: If, uh, is, uh, yes. is, do you have proton packs now? It's like there was the Spirit of Halloween one?
1: Uh oh, actually God. I have I have three. Um uh,
0: three
2: proton packs.
1: This
4: guy. Three Nerd. I'll see awesome. what's <laughs> um,
0: No, man. I, I think you dropped your crown, King. I think you dropped uh, your count- crown.
2: Yeah, I, that's fucking, that's so awesome. Uh, yes. I think, but I've got three. <laughs>
1: Yeah, no, no, I'm very, I'm, I'm very discerning when it comes to my proton packs since I was a kid. Like yeah. when I got the original real Ghostbusters proton pack oh, when I was a kid, I, I, I missed it. that I, one. I fucking hated it. It was too oh, small wow. for me. Oh, it was awful. It was too small for me. Yeah, I
0: of one sad as a kid.
1: Yeah. It, it, the, the particle thrower was great, but yeah, um, so what I ended up doing was taking that and making my own proton pack out of a cardboard box and a and wires and paper plates and that felt good it like actually felt like it fit my body a lot better to like what you see on the screen actually i agree with that
3: that that big hunk of plastic that they gave you and those chintzy little straps they put on it 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 was a little uncomfortable
1: it was yeah and meant for a much younger age than i guess i was at the time so uh but yeah, so so like the, the spear Proton pack I didn't want because it's actually 20% smaller than yep. the actual size. I, I want like my one-to-one authentic. So I got a um, – years ago, I bought uh, like a kit from a Novos who's not around anymore. They're known for making high-quality reproduction props, so like everything from Star Wars to Star Trek. Um,
3: oh, yeah, yeah. I got a bunch of their Trek stuff, yeah.
1: Oh, Great, yeah. So you know, you know how it is, and um, how the quality yeah, well, I, is. I miss those guys.
3: Those guys put out some quality stuff.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. Like when I got the pack from them, um, you had to assemble it yourself, but it was all scanned and molded from the original um, packs from 1984. Nice. Uh, so, so yeah, you get you get the fiberglass shell, you get all the parts, you just have to put it all together yourself. Um, but then when Haslab, uh which is known for, Oh, yeah. You know, creating a uh, mass-produced sort of kick-started toys and props and whatnot last year they they announced they're going to do uh, a backpack based off of the character phoebe phoebe's backpack from ghostbusters afterlife nice yeah so i bought two of those and Ooh. um got two particle throwers and holy cow it's it's amazing i should uh I should send you guys some some photos of that but you can you can easily dig them up online.
4: Yeah,
2: but honestly you should you should send some photos over and maybe we can put those in the show notes or something.
1: Yeah, yeah. definitely, definitely. Um I'll, I'll take photos of mine and and uh and uh maybe like a list of like a quick list of what I plan on doing for upgrading the pack. So like I'll be putting on real like electrical tape and I'm going to be painting some parts, uh, uh, like the brass fittings, to make them look brass, and,
3: and so does it come with the sound effects and the light effects, all of the props in the movie?
1: Yes, yes, it does. In fact, yes. uh, you you have two settings. <laughs> it's the, you have the uh, the afterlife effects where the cyclotron, which is that spinning red thing at the bottom, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. it's like a continuous spin. Like you can see it spinning around, but then you can put on 1984 mode, where instead of it spinning each of the four round lights kind of light up individually as if it's spinning nice. around, but it doesn't look like nice. it's, you know, whirling around. So then you have the blue, the uh, blue, uh, what do they call it? Bar graph, I think they call it. The blue bar mm. graph on the upper left side goes right. up and down. And there's the vibration modes you could turn on and off. And so it kind of feels like the pack is really
0: unstable. Kind of cool. mm-hmm. Um <laughs> Get me up here and back away from the person who turned it on. Yep, yep. <laughs> 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 Unlicensed <laughs> nuclear accelerator. Yeah, yeah. Um, for how does it compare against the? How does it compare against the spirit of Halloween?
1: Um, it's one to one. The size is one to one to the backpacks that were used in the movies. Uh, spirit Halloween is twenty percent smaller than what the actual okay. backpack size would be. So so um, so. Is oh, that to dodge the licensing or something, or what? I think it's just to cut down on costs uh, mm-hmm. because oh, yeah. for the longest time, um, it's been impossible to mass produce a, a backpack that is, I don't know, fiscally <laughs> responsible, <laughs> economically feasible. Yeah, um, that one. Mm hmm. Yeah, yeah. Oh, phew. all right. Ten years ago, uh, Maddie, M- Mattel's uh, division of high high end props called Matty Collector. They released uh, the go a ghost trap, um, PKE meter, particle thrower, ecto goggles, um, and they were all one to one. They all had like lights, sound, and movement. They did everything but the backpack because it was just. They they couldn't make they it would have been too expensive. Um, just to give yeah, you an idea, I got idea, the PKE meter
3: from that series. That's, oh, awesome. that's cool. That's cool.
2: Y'all are making cool. me jealous. Here, I got a question. Did you get um, Egon Spengler's particle thrower? Because they were on, Hasbro was selling that too, right?
1: Yes. Uh, yeah. Correct. And uh, in fact, it connects to the backpack in a way oh. where you don't need batteries, so you can use the particle what? thrower to turn on the backpack. There's some oh kind my of
2: god, sensor between I the know. two. That's awesome!
1: Yeah, yeah. So I'm I'm just grateful. Like there there are three bucket list items that I've always wanted to to, to get before I leave this realm. And n- number one being a full sized, uh, remote control R two D two, like a high quality R two D two, like what you see rolling around at a convention or a Star Wars celebration. Number two, proton pack. So I got that. And number three, a nice like lightsaber. Like a high quality lightsaber, and I, uh, I got my backpack, so I'm so happy. I'm excited. I feel like a kid again.
0: Amazing. I'm. I'm surprised not uh, M4 one A pulse rifle. You don't get the pulse rifle. They're I like, love the pulse aliens. rifle.
1: Yeah. Um. uh When it came out, I, 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 I just couldn't do it. I, I, I couldn't pull the trigger because I already got the backpacks and I dropped. it intended. You know, it was like yeah yeah yeah, a lot of money the backpack was like 400 bucks which
0: i mean yeah $50. that makes sense i'm
2: like looking i'm looking at this backpack and like 400 bucks is worth it for everything that that thing came with oh, um absolutely. i kind of i'm kind of wishing that i'd backed it looking at it now but um that said to go back you earlier were saying a full-sized remote control r2d2 i'm assuming you heard about the one that's available at galaxy's edge right
4: Full
2: oh, size, yes, some... yeah, yeah, yeah. A, it's a, but it's a little pricey. Um, yeah, it is a full size remote control R2D2. You can buy it at Galaxy's Edge in Disney World, but it costs $25,000.
1: God damn, oh my, uh,
0: wow, yeah. <laughs> Just... let's see. Hey, new car, R2D2. New car, R2D2. Uh, that someone t- was like, there's gonna be somebody who wants to buy one. And we're gonna be ready for <laughs> <Yeah>. it. <laughs> we're gonna be ready. They're gonna show up. They're gonna buy it.
1: <laughs> well, if we split it up between the four of us, I mean um, yeah. We we could make oh. it happen, right, guys, right? Let's do it. Yeah. In the age of three D printing,
3: <laughs> you could make one for an nth of that. I just that's insane.
2: Yeah. So it wasn't made be with beautiful. titanium? Jesus. No, I it's know. way way too much. It's absurd. It's absurd.
1: Just agreed, yeah. And the thing is with building R2D twos, I, I when I was at Star Wars Celebration in 2015, I went to an R2 Builders panel, and they were talking about how there are a lot of um, cheap, affordable alternatives. Uh, you could use wood, you can uh, 3D printing, like you said, styrene. Um, but then when you get to, sort of to the upper ends of it, it's uh, aluminum, I think, is what, what the the higher-end uh, R2s use. Mm-hmm. I guess, like, if they know rich
4: people...
0: Are yeah. coming through that park, and they want each one of people's money. <laughs> like, <sighs>
2: <sighs> yeah, right. They gotta, yeah, they have to figure out like how to get all the rich people money. And so, yeah, they had to get a real, a real high end item. I mean, I'm mm. telling you, like, I, I went to Galaxy's Edge a couple of years ago, and oh. I thought I was being reasonable with how much I spent. And oh no, oh my gosh, you, you bleed money at that place. Well, it's Disney World for you. I mean, yeah. 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 <laughs> it's insane insane um, and, and, i've never been before, what ex- but anyway yeah exceptional
0: weight
2: it's just it all adds up right like everything you get it's all an experience right and it's mm-hmm. all done in a way where it's like oh well you know you're you know who knows maybe this will be the only time you're here It's a special right. thing go ahead and spend the money you know and so like the food costs a lot the drinks costs a lot the individual experiences cost a lot um yeah and so like through that it adds up like i think the m- most it- money i spent actually ended up being at epcot because we did this around the world thing where we tried to drink oh like, yeah yep a different drink in every part of the world because you know epcot has like you know like a like a japan world and a canada world and they all have their different drinks and each one costs like between 15 and 20 dollars yep wow and so Dude, next thing
0: 15, yeah, some,
2: yeah yeah um and next thing you know you spent like 200 dollars plus on drinks
0: Uh, Sounds like a definite
1: event. Mm -hmm. Here, I thought downtown Milwaukee was expensive.
2: Oh, dude, listen, listen, we we want to talk about expensive drinks. uh, We can talk about Manhattan.
1: Yeah. Oh, Oh, yeah.
2: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, Chuck, I'm glad you got your proton pack. But you know what?
3: You know what I I would like to finally get some love is one of the full size slime throwers from Ghostbusters 2. I have never seen anybody walk around one of those. I want to see a full size rep of one of those. And fully yes. functional, too.
2: Yes! Alright, now here's a question. Now, are you thinking that this would actually shoot some sort of slime? Or, like, like, like colored water? Or, what, what are your thoughts full on that? Full
3: commitment, man. It has to be full commitment. <laughs> I'll even walk around dressed as Vigo if that's what it takes. Vigo the companion.
1: Vaseline, Vaseline, and green food coloring. Some or some people English. wonder if you're
3: filling a porno, but at
2: that point eh
0: whatever. Hey. You know, <laughs> heard, their but... own.
1: Yeah, absolutely. That is Cyber hey, you know.
0: Porno.
2: Listen, you know, one one man's Ghostbuster 2 prop is another man's porno. Yep. yep. If I've heard it once, I've heard it a million times.
1: Dancing toaster, sign me up. Speaking <laughs> of oh, sounds like sounds like a Friday uh, night to me.
0: <laughs> um, Doc Falconer, what have you been geeking on lately?
2: Oh, oh, thank you. Um uh, my girlfriend just handed me a Red Bull. <laughs> all right. <laughs> um, that anyway, um, yeah, yeah. So, all right. So, um, I'm going to – oh, okay, okay. So, I just started – I think like a lot of people, and so maybe we can all talk about this as well. Um, I just started watching Last of Us on HBO. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, oh, my goodness. It's so freaking good. Like, so far, everything about it is hitting, like, all the notes. And, but I'm coming at it from a perspective where I never played the game. Same here. Oh, okay. Nice. Yeah. And, and everybody's for years has said, dude, you got to play this game. You got to play The Last of Us. And the recent sell one of my friends did for me was, all right, here's the deal it's not fun. You're not going to have fun playing this game, but it's an experience. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And for me, that's not a selling point.
0: That's AVM kind weird. of why I'm not uh, no watching it, right? Oh uh, yeah, just really quickly. Like, um, uh, I I don't want right now. I'm not looking for more zombie misery porn. Uh, mm. so yeah, that's why I'm avoiding I it. i have not that far yet. All right, but across across the board uh, on my on my feed, people are, are are just going nuts over how incredible it is.
2: It's so good. Um, and like, I don't know what happens in the game, so I'm not sure if it is that sort of like, yeah, like misery porn, like, and the, honestly, that's what the walking dead is. Like, how can we have horrible things happen to these people in different ways? And that's really what it turned into when it became clear that there was no hope. Um, and I'm, I'm not getting that feeling from this, but I mean, look, most zombie movies, games, media go the same way in that, that there's no hope.
0: Okay.
3: I just and... kind of like the angle that it's the you know the, the fungus that's taking over the world and controlling everything. And that just seems at an additional level of body horror that wasn't really quite there or believable for The Walking Dead. And I think even The Walking Dead became self-aware of that. And you're like, okay, how can we make the human misery so palpable that that becomes the backbone of our show? And I'm really hoping that doesn't happen with The Last of Us. But... All I know yes. is I've had Depeche Mode stuck in my head for the last two weeks. Thanks a lot, HBO. Whoa, <laughs> mm.
1: I love Depeche Mode.
3: I do too. And but, <laughs> goddamn it, if they, that was probably the most effective use of "Never Let Me Down Again" I've ever seen.
0: Ooh. Oh, so boy. yeah, yeah. Uh, let's hear some impressions on like what what good is it do? Uh, what good what good marks is it hitting? And maybe how is it maybe besting uh, Walking Dead? Mm. It just, I think, it's,
2: I'm sorry, go
0: ahead. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, sure,
2: sure. Uh, so, so, for me, right off the bat, um, it's like a lot of the, they kind of like start before like everything that's gone wrong and then they jump straight into now we're seeing the world like 20 years in, right? Mm-hmm. So, this is the world surviving uh, 20 years after the zombie apocalypse and how people have survived the kind of societies that have sprung up. And how things have changed, and like how kids born into it, how they act, and how different they are from people who were around, you know, before the zombie apocalypse struck. So I think that's one really interesting thing. I mean, another thing is obviously it was done with an extreme amount of care. I played like the very beginning of Last of Us, and the very beginning of the show was almost like a shot for shot recreation of what happens in the beginning of the game. And so I think right off the bat, they're saying, hey, listen, you're people who are fans of this game. You're in good hands. Um, All right, we're going to take care of you, and you're going to enjoy this. Um, like poor Halo and then fans. Oh, I mean, listen,
3: Halo, Witcher. Oh yeah,
2: yeah, yeah Witcher
0: I... two. Mm. Oh
2: boy, I mean, the first, I really, I really enjoyed that first season of Witcher, and then I tried to watch the second season, and I couldn't get into it.
0: Same. Well, the the, the, the Witcher threw, uh, at, at this like. The, the first was like a little unnecessarily and like it kind of wore me out already. And I was like, okay, that's that's enough. Of that.
2: Oh boy, yeah. I'm really at a point now where um, there's so much media, and we all have so many choices that if yep. something doesn't grab me pretty quick, I just put it put it down and start looking again. Drink from the fire hose, man. Drink from
3: the fire hose. <laughs> they're
1: dependent on you. Drink from the slime blower.
0: <laughs> yeah. The, the way I'm geeking lately I don't is hear about uh, your uh, certain. <laughs> no. The way I'm geeking is a uh, like specific purpose. It's like I need to have X, the, or they're looking to have this experience. So right. I like kind of go through the entire pile of geekness and and, and select from there. Because uh, another reason um, uh, why I'm not watching. The Last of Us is I'm going against um, this need to follow like the the thing that everybody's watching because to me it just stresses me out a little bit keeping up with like what's the next thing everybody's watching yeah keep up with it and like I'm just like "Ah, no stress please Uh, now I'm going to go back to to just uh, Legend of the Seeker which I'll talk about later which is on my own pace and no one else is watching it there's no social pressure to yeah also I, I do feel like they're like new stuff. There's always like this social pressure. Like if you don't like it, even if it sucks, we get to judge you. Like I don't want to play that game anymore. It's been yeah. Well, so like, I mean, play. it gives yeah, me far
3: less social pressure to watch the, the Last of Us versus like Yellowstone and all of its little spinoffs right now because mm-hmm. that's uh, whole phenomenon unto itself.
2: It, <laughs> it it yeah. I yeah. Um, I'm I wasn't feeling like a whole lot of pressure in regard to Last of Us. I mean, granted, I don't have um. The sort of uh social situation that you have like on Facebook and whatnot Keith yeah. um which the, the, you're you're coming from a very different situation mm-hmm. um but like the last of us was just sort of like like I was just looking around for something to watch, and that kind of like fell into my lap and it was and it kind of like um crossed some boundaries, not boundaries, but it sort of like it worked for both Catherine and me uh as a as a thing to watch. Cool. And so yeah, started up and and yeah, and it is really good. But I know what you mean. Like a lot of times, like a lot of those, like everybody's watching it. Everybody, you need to love it. Sort of th- shows like I never mm-hmm. get into. Like what's it called that 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 one with all the drugs? uh, Breaking Bad. Um, like I, I I've tried to watch that several mm-hmm. times, and I can't. I cannot get into Breaking Bad. Once um, you get
3: past the first half of first season, it just goes from there. And that after second season, it's when, when they start introducing some of the ancillary characters that. This is why I appreciate it. I mean, everybody oh, I, loves I don't, the two main leads, but it's all about the ancillary characters of that series for me.
0: I, I'd almost say like if I, I I hope that he would ever get there, but like to me like like it's got like one of the best uh, first episodes of almost any show of all time. So if that if, if that's not clicking with you, maybe now is just not the time
2: right well i think like i every once in a while i'll watch clips right from mm-hmm. better call saul or uh breaking bad and uh and i'm amazed by them they're just so everything about them is perfect like the acting the videography like it's all so freaking perfect and then i try to watch this series and i can't do it um but i think i think you're right keith i think i think right now it's just sort of like not there for me mm-hmm. and a long time ago i kind of learned like, like a, a new game would come out, right? And everybody's like, oh, you gotta play this game. And it's like, the the best kind of this sort of game. And i try mm-hmm. to play it, and I would not be able to get into it. And I'd be like, oh, it doesn't matter how good it is if I'm not into that sort of game.
0: Gotcha, yep. You know,
2: uh, like, I'm probably not going to enjoy a, a, a book about submarines, even if it's the best book about submarines, because I just don't care.
0: Yeah, that's that's like, half how I fell out of, like, the video game Zeitgeist, where Everybody's playing this one game. I'm like, but I don't like that genre. <laughs> but, oh, even though, but even though even though the game might be great, it's just like, yeah, just not what I'm looking for right now. Oh, speaking but of the game, though, right hook. Yeah. Is that, of the game, are, are you going to play the game now?
2: Oh, uh, we'll see. I'm going to try. I'm going to try again. But this actually segues pretty nice into my second thing mm-hmm. that I'm geeking on. And I never thought that I would say this, but I am playing and enjoying Call of Duty. Ooh,
0: weird. That is very weird. How did this this
2: one? Which one? It's the the new one. It's the Call of Duty 2 Ultimate Warzone Get get Your Gun, Annie. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Get your gun, Annie? Annie, get your your gun. It's time for Warzone. Get out there. (laughs) (laughs)
3: as long as you don't become a call of duty bro man you'll be all right
2: yeah right and that's kind of what i'm thinking is um so basically there's a um a new version there's a version in call of duty that's free called dmz and you can you play with three other two other friends it's only three of you and they drop you into Like, this area where you can, like, go around and, like, collect other weapons and armors and stuff like that, and you level things up, and you can kind of put together your own gun out of it and everything, and then you try to, like, exit before you get killed by the computer or other people, and you can actually meet up with, um, you can actually meet up with other groups and join up if you want to, like, up to six people, and for whatever reason, it's just scratching a particular itch, and it's really freaking good.
1: Hey, Doc, Sometimes you, you just ever need
2: ever to played... blow
1: shit up. That's right, <laughs> oh, Doc. I was going to say, have you ever played PUBG?
2: No, I never did play PUBG. That, that's, it, like the, um, that's like the that's like the the tournament thing, like one, one person left standing sort of situation, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. It, my impression of is a DMZ. Is uh, hmm. I, I've seen uh, some videos on it, and uh, it, it kind of reminds me of that where. There's uh, isn't there like a circle that's constantly shrinking, and yep. you have to stay with? It? Yeah, yeah. It, it's just like that.
0: So uh, it's a battle royale. It, it, yeah.
2: it is. Yep, it is. It is. But like, you don't necessarily have to kill other players. Um, like there's sometimes I've played alone, and I've just gone in and done like the little missions I needed to do, and then um, did an fill, which is like how you run away. You call a helicopter. It comes and picks you up and um so yeah if i'm playing by myself i'll just like go in i'll do my couple of things and run away just so i can get my stuff because if they if you get killed before you do an exfil you like lose all your stuff oh yeah so, so it's,
0: like it's like a multiplayer you play with some friends and you go in and you battle to gain stuff and escape you got it yep all right What are you playing it on
2: uh pc uh I, but isn't it
1: free to play because i'd be up it, for that
2: it is free to play. Mm. All it right. is indeed. Uh and I would actually recommend it. Um so yeah, I mean that's something like if y'all ever want to play that, you know, you let me know and uh yeah, we can we can rock out with some DMZ. Uh, yeah. So uh yeah, I think I think I think that's about oh, let me look around my room really quick, make sure I didn't buy something cool. Oh yeah, all <laughs> right, I got one more thing. <laughs> this will be quick. Um I recently I've been so uh storm collectibles, they they make kind of like bigger 112 scale figures, and I relatively recently got a zangief from nice. Speedfrother Two. Yeah. Bless and... you. What's that? Bless you. Oh, Zangief, sorry. Zangief. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don- <Gizunheit. laughs> yeah. Yoga bless you. Um and uh Yeah, yeah. He's amazing. He's so freaking good. I just like to, I just, he's on top of my um, computer, and I just, I'll be working during the day, and I'll just like look up and stare at him, be like, wow, he's freaking great. And I have a rainbow Mika figure that I've had for years, and uh, the two, they just look so freaking good together. He's 12 inch scale? He's uh, uh, 12. uh, He's technically six inch scale, but he's pushing eight inches because he's Zangief.
0: Cool. All right. 112. Yeah. All right. right, And yeah, anything else? Nah, that's enough. Mr. MJ, we've been dorking on.
3: What have I been dorking on? Well, mm-hmm. I finally had, since this segment always turns into, what classic movies has Matt never seen before that he's finally shoving himself into? Um, I finally saw Metropolis, the 1927 silent film classic by Fritz Lang. I don't know if you, any of you guys have ever seen that one. No,
1: Heard of it. just wanted to.
4: Yeah, I've seen, no
3: s- seen some figures. <laughs> highly, 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 highly recommend it. I never thought I'd be able to sit for three hours through a silent movie. It, it's three it's fantastic. Three hours long? The full cut, The um, there was, there have been, I mean, this one's been through more cuts than Blade Runner. Um, and up until 2008, there was no complete um, cut of the film that existed, but they found a reel of it in Argentina in 2008 that they restored, and that was the cut that I saw. And Whoa. I can't believe that came out in 1927 about the only thing that helps maintain, its, maintain it as a period piece is the fact that it's black and white and there's no, you know, nobody's talking out loud. It's it, The effects in that movie for 1927 are astounding, and I still have to go back through and rewatch Blade Runner because supposedly there are a lot of visual homages to Metropolis and Blade Runner in the full cut that uh, Ridley Scott put out.
1: Interesting.
3: It's it's just, I I was transfixed. I could not believe this came out in 1927. And where did you find it to watch? Oh, it's out on YouTube. It's out on various platforms, and it became public domain on January 1st of this year. Funny enough, so I would not be surprised if somebody decides to take the bull by the horns and take a whack at updating it, but, it. Yeah. Well, oh yeah, there it is. Treating it with the reverence that maybe it's due, and not like Giorgio Moroder's cut from the mid 1980s, which is just a mid 80s techno nightmare. But um, Hmm. but that's also out on YouTube if you want to laugh uproariously at the hutzpah of some people that take previous works and just put in the blender of weirdness. Um, Is this the good
0: version? That's two hours, 24 minutes.
3: Uh, full cut is almost three hours. I will see if
0: I can dig that full up. Yeah. Oh, yes, I see another one that's three hours.
3: Yes. So, if you guys have never seen Metropolis, and anybody who's listening has never seen it, if you are really into all eras of sci-fi, please check it out. I mean, a lot of. The, I, mean, it, it a, I mean, it was I mean, it's a German film, and it's got some social commentary of you know the one percent living in. Breathing on the backs of the 99% and how that all trickles down. I mean, it, it's a social commentary that's almost wrote at this point because it's been done so much to death. But back in 1927, it was pretty profound. And it just, yeah, it, it's a fantastic movie. If you've never seen it, I highly, highly recommend you guys give that a whirl.
0: Yeah, it is now definitely on my radar. I've added it to my uh, YouTube watch list because, yeah, I'm very interested.
1: Yeah. yeah no. Oh, I'm sorry. No, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say the um, the design of that the robot that fe- that female looking robot was uh, inspired Ralph McQuarrie uh, when Star Wars was in pre production and
3: yeah, the- I can see that. You know, oh, there's yeah, there's a lot of a lot of that that trans- trans- transferred in the Macquarie style.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah because I saw that. you had the action figure, I also got a Chuck. Oh, nice! Yes,
1: <laughs> it's, it, oh, those are so cool. But yeah, you look at that production painting of R2 and 3PO in the desert and um and uh you can definitely see the inspiration there in 3PO.
0: Yeah. Um yeah, the I I, I love the extra imagination it evokes versus like um getting something that's you know actually 3PO in R2. It just makes my imagination expand more. I just yeah, I saw it on your wall. You, you sent me a picture, I was like, oh my god, must have. Yeah, yeah.
1: There's there are other uh, Ralph McQuarrie inspired Star Wars black figures out there too. So I think I got the cool. Luke Skywalker one as well. Ah, nice. With the
0: I... gas mask on. Uh, on was it the uh, Cloud City? The concept art from it.
4: I don't so. know if it was. Mm, yeah, I,
0: yeah. From what I think, it's like it was concept art for a showdown Luke was going to have with Darth Vader on Cloud City. Where he's got this like cool gas mask backpack thing on and a uh, weird lightsaber. So yeah, yeah. I yeah, I, I love the yeah. I love concept art so much. Oh me too. Yeah, and I think I think originally
1: Cloud City was supposed to be Alderaan. Like Alderaan oh. was going to be in uh A New Hope and and the pre production paintings for all uh Cloud City was actually done for A New Hope in Alderon.
0: Cool. All I right. could be
1: wrong, but uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure that's what I've uh, what I've heard.
0: Uh, geeking on anything else, Mister MJ?
1: Oh, then last week
3: I decided to put myself through the masochism week because I started watching the first four episodes of Willow about a month ago, and
0: oh god damn, <laughs> four episodes! I it, like the first one choked me out and I passed out, and I I, oh, I no. haven't gone back. I haven't well, watched any of it.
3: Yeah, I Yeah, I I rewatched the movie the night before they premiered, and was like, yeah, okay, th- there's no way they could possibly screw it up that much. And I watched it, and I, I, the first four episodes upset me so much. I was like, okay, this is no, I shouldn't say upset, more of annoyed. Um, I just gave up, and I was like, okay, I'm not gonna watch the rest of it. But mysteriously, nobody talked about the rest of the series after that, and it got me curious again. So I decided to go back and just finish watching it. And? Why did they do it?
0: <laughs> I've wa- I, could, I watched, I... like, recaps of it, and I'm glad that I didn't watch it. Uh, I don't know who it's made for, but I hope they're happy, but... Yeah,
3: yeah, it just... I don't know if they were that thrown off by Val Kilmer not being able to come back as Mad Mardigan, but there was no point to it. And then the final frame at the end of the final episode, they show it closing as volume one of three. Mm. So it's, it's like they've got in the, in the can to already do two more seasons of this. I'm like why?
0: <laughs> Is, let's see. Are they getting another season? Hello? Nothing confirmed,
3: two? but yeah, um, I haven't heard
0: any buzz. Like the only buzz was, the only buzz I heard on it was that like, uh, Ratings tank and just like lots of people going, uh, uh and a few people going, I loved it is, it uh, the most I heard of it. So I'm not sure. Know. I'm,
2: I'm actually like, so, um, what is, so what is it about it that people, uh, really dislike? They made Sorsha
3: and Willow just the crankiest old piss ants possible. <laughs> it was just unpleasant to watch
0: it's the Disney star Wars thing. I'm like, I, I gotta say it like it is to make the old guard shitty to prop up the new guard. And like the, and also like how they treat the guys in the show is really weird. Like once again, when it comes to the minority guys, characters, they kind of get punked. Uh, like I like the Indian guy, like he gets a crush on the blonde haired girl. He, it gets regularly emasculated. And then I'm going to spoil it. I, 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 or killed off? Uh, no, yeah. no, no, no. Oh, he doesn't off. die. No,
3: hmm.
0: no, no, no.
3: No, Flash Thompson because it's the same actor who plays Flash, yeah. Flash Thompson he's... in the MCU yeah. Spider-Man movies. Um, he's zapped away to another dimension and is captured okay. by the worm. Oh, which is supposed right. to be the big overarching bad of the revival series that you don't actually see the worm itself because it takes the form of Allura at the end of the final episode. And, yeah, I, I guess that's how they're going to keep it rolling, but I just, yeah. I, I don't care.
0: <laughs> um, From the glimpses that I saw then, uh, I just didn't feel a joy of, Welcome back to the world of Willow, old fans. It's like, fuck you, old fans, like... Well, I actually, uh, I, I guess I, it's not that harsh. It's just like...
3: Yeah, yeah it's not that harsh. When you it's see just... Willow
0: and, uh, Sorsha... Oh, and then, like... Okay, so um, they downplay them. They're not that great, but I guess, like, I, I felt like uh, they were going with an arc with Sorsha, so I kind of got what they were trying for, which was, uh, actually, I'll, I'll give them credit for it, because uh, Sorsha, she keeps on getting these kind of, like, uh, flashes of evil. Um, she gets, like, you know, like, the, the princess is the new hero, and there would be times where, like, uh, Sorsha gets really upset, and then, like, it's because, like, her mother was an evil sorceress. And like yeah, she Batmarta, was raised as yeah. an evil so- soldier, so I will give it credit. Like uh, you know, I think people want to see their old heroes, like see how they've lifted up and maybe made themselves better. But Sorsha, she's still got the the dark blood in her, which I, yeah. I gotta give them credit for doing that. So, All right. so that so. is an
3: underlying arc to the entire thing is that the yeah. blood of Baphomet is flowing through Sorsha and Kit and Eric, and you know they're fighting against their nature and like oh god, and then. Kit's kind of taking over the mantle of Mad Mardigan as the swashbuckling adventurer of the family. And,
0: and Eric's her. a weenie. Yeah,
3: he's he's a big weenie. They, and, you know, they try to have the crone be the way that they enchant the entire crew into it and lure Eric over the side and just, it's nothing about the story is compelling to make me want to watch the, second, the next season. I just I, I, I kind of bumped me out because I mean the first I mean the movies I love the whimsy of the movie it was just a good mid eighties fantasy movie and I enjoyed it. this the this, series just seemed to kind of forget what made the movie great
0: yeah yeah like forget and not care and not try to court like um I'll say like uh, how many of us has watched all of Cobra Kai
2: me yeah I've seen all of Cobra Kai yeah
0: Chuck ah uh, no brother dude yeah. that to me <laughs> it's the gold standard of like how you do a legacy sequel where like in Cobra Kai, like you do have a vast, diverse new cast of rising new heroes who the story is focused on, but like the, like the, the pillars are still the old guard who are fault, uh, like slather and flaws, And, but you still love them. Like it, it captures everything you loved about karate kid and that era and lifts the new characters and old characters up so that, New and old fans can have fun. Like, I I talked to, like, several coworkers whose kids love Cobra Kai. They don't give a shit about uh, Karate Kid. So it just works on all levels, where it's like, if you've never seen a Karate Kid and you don't care about one, you still have an entrance in and, and like, uh, can enjoy it. If you did love Karate Kid, welcome back to the universe, and you're welcome. And, yeah, like, I just wish more stuff would be able to embrace that instead of saying, that if you don't like the old, you're toxic. Or if you don't like the new, you're toxic. Get over the old, because we're trying to replace them. Is what I Well, I would saying. be
2: remiss. I would mm-hmm. be remiss in this conversation to not say I watched the entire series of Willow and really enjoyed
0: it. Oh, my God.
2: Yeah. I'm so sorry. And, no, no, no. I'm listen, sorry that I, we've
0: been dumping on it.
2: No, not at all. Not at all. Um, listen, I Keith, I feel like you and I have had this conversation any number of times. I think you've had it with other people, too. You know, it's okay to not like things
0: thank you, you, you know?
4: sir.
2: thank you it's absolutely okay to not like it and i can see why people wouldn't like this there are aspects to it that are displeasing you know um
0: <laughs> but i will the also say The entire episode that
3: was nothing but side quests
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, but uh, i'm i'm I, i'm glad that you're bringing this to the the conversation cuz i you know, i honestly i didn't i didn't watch it i can not get past the right. first episode but you gave right. it a full try and actually enjoyed Listen, it so i actually yeah, enjoyed it far. And 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 because uh, listen, we were
2: talking about. Like, I'm not saying this is Breaking Bad. I'm not, you know,
4: right.
2: <laughs> I'm not a crazy person. But like, like it's, uh, we're all crazy in our own ways, man. It's all good. Mm-hmm. Boy, ain't that the truth? But listen, <laughs> I think that I really enjoyed it. And 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 sometimes I, I, there was times I was watching it. And I'm like, I'm like, should I be enjoying this? Is there something I'm missing? Because I read some of the reviews and stuff. And people were like, ah, oh, garbage. You know, like this is, mm-hmm. you know, is being very disrespectful. But all right, couple of things. Thing one. Um, I was never a huge Willow fan. Uh, like the '80s movie. Like, if somebody said list your top ten fantasy movies, Willow probably wouldn't have been involved in that.
0: I did it see it. It was I, on mine. It was. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I used to get laughed at in the '90s because, like, when you're doing fantasy movies, all anybody could ever see is Conan. And I would also throw in Willow. i like, ah! So yeah, yeah, big fan of Willow, but yeah, go
2: on. But here's the other thing: is my memory of Willow himself is that. From the beginning, he was never that great. He was always kind of puffing himself up. He was always trying to present himself as being more powerful and capable than he was. And he is a real fake-it-until-you-make-it kind of guy. I feel mm-hmm. like he's always kind of been like that. And yeah. when they start this off, immediately, that's what he's doing. And I also thought that Warwick Davis did an excellent job playing that sort of character mm-hmm. uh, in this. And that
3: was fine, but he was dumping on everyone else around him like nobody could— be anything around him. He was just snapping at everyone about everything. It just was draining to watch. After four episodes,
0: I, I think without watching it, and yeah, I'm not as qualified as as you two. I think like uh, I think people might want. Really, kind of wanted was to see like hopefully by this my time has passed that uh, Warwick Davis and Willow had grown to sure. a better status and and well, stronger over what they right. once were.
2: If I may, yeah. uh, this might be, um, this might be a sore spot uh, mm-hmm. that people already have because of Luke Skywalker.
0: Yes. I was going to bring that up too. This is, uh, mm-hmm. it's, uh it was uh, a post-traumatic stress syndrome from Last mm-hmm. Jedi and expecting more of it. Yeah, but I will
2: say that, like, yeah, he was he was grumpy. He was definitely doing the kind of grumpy old man thing. You might as well just give him some green milk and have him <laughs> spill it all over his beard. Uh, <laughs> but um, but nevertheless, like, I it's interesting. Like, I never I didn't find him all that grinding because I, I was sort of annoyed by the kids too. You know, mm. I'm like, yeah, 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 yell at those kids. You tell them what's what, buddy. Um, and and also, I feel like near the end of the series, like, a lot of people, a lot of the characters had, like, really great redeeming moments, um, and sure. it sort of, like, had some nice um, arcs, honestly, and, I mean, there were some moments that definitely felt a little forced. You Know kind of like hey, this is what you're supposed to do with the series now. This sort of character is supposed to do well, these kind of you know, these ones got to pass the torch, etc. etc. It's like, yeah, that was kind of annoying. Um, but uh, but overall, I did, I felt satisfied, you know. Good. I-, I will give the last episode that there were some satisfying resolutions, some of the
3: threads that they had running through the series, but it's just too bad the pencil episode was that freaking mud skipper episode and took forever to get across that sea. Just I, I don't know what it didn't feel like it should have been an eight episode series. It felt like it should have been a six episode series because there were a lot of fluff that they could have cut out of this. Yeah, which kind of led to the other part of my masochism Week last week, which was watching The Witcher Blood Origins, which I kept hearing about from everyone was the worst thing ever made. And I the main reason I watched that is because I couldn't believe that something with Michelle Yeoh in it could be that awful. Mm-hmm. So. I sat down and watched all four episodes. That's how you make a well paced, well edited fantasy series. Was it the perfect series? No, because the voiceovers made you feel like stupid and they're trying to explain it to third graders. But that aside, I thought it was actually a very effective four part miniseries for what the the story they were trying to tell. And I hate to say it, that almost like Disney Plus should take some notes from Netflix. You're never going to hear me say that again but <laughs> <laughs>
0: um I, I and also like I, I think there's like there's like a youtube culture of um you're gonna make some mad money if you dump on certain things really really hard and if you're like even on on it or give it a good go or something like that you're not gonna make as much money so
3: and, and yeah, yeah everybody taking this okay there's got to be a social agenda behind everything nowadays i'm automatically gonna hate it before i start watching like do you mm-hmm. just sit down and chill out people they don't yeah. make the money take take the story for what it's supposed to be take the writing and what they're doing for what it's supposed to be stop thinking there's an ulterior motive every bloody thing you'll live longer
2: oh boy that'd be nice um yeah yeah but i think uh, (laughs) um maybe yeah that you're right um mj that that is what people do and a lot of times and and keith maybe you're about to say this is like that's for clicks they like yeah. kind of, they find that little thing and then like, they, they say, you know what? People are really pissed off about this social <laughs> justice thing. Click here and find out more. <laughs> and,
0: because and- I am actually like, exactly this happened with like, um, I am, I'm a big fan of the critical drinker. I love his videos. And, um, he did a mad takedown of the glass onion. And there's this other YouTuber that popped up, was like, I gotta call him out. I'm so sorry. No, this is bullshit. And like, he went point for point and showed that like, holy shit. Critical Drinker, you did you, you straight up lied uh, about certain parts what? that were bad. And, and, like, yeah, he, like, um, there's, like, there's like uh, certain parts where a character shouldn't have uh, seen or heard something, and Critical Drinker literally edited out certain key points that justified those uh, moments. Ooh. So, like, I got taken for a ride, and uh, I could, you could tell, like, I actually, like, if I don't watch something, I don't totally buy into it. The YouTube video is its own entertainment, so like I can see he was definitely like leaning into like the money he does make on uh, hating on Ryan Johnson. But yeah, he straight up lied. Not good. You can't yeah. do that. You can't. You can't just go straight up lying. Nope. Uh, but yeah, yeah the yeah. game is the game. The game is the game. You gotta, gotta. Yeah. If money. you're gonna review
3: something, make sure you actually watch what you're reviewing.
2: I think that's pretty important. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: Also, yeah, that was the biggest thing about that Critical Drinker video. It's like he didn't watch it. He just watched the trailers and then got pissed and just made a video off that.
1: Oh. No. Like, yep. <laughs> no. <laughs> it was just
0: comical. Yeah, it was, it, was, uh, it was interesting to watch one uh, of my favorites get taken down justly. Like, he had it coming, and I haven't seen him respond to it because, yeah, he's... Yeah, but, but, and also comes into, like, on the other side of, like, if you're on a certain other side of the spectrum, you better fucking like that thing or else you might lose your job. Um, And yeah, I I definitely like watch for that. So I don't completely buy into what I see if I don't actually watch myself. But yeah, yeah. The the world of entertainment is weird. And that's kind of like, once again, what the podcast here is for so that we can just fucking normally talk about shit. You can dislike it. You can not, you can like it. And it's always okay.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I think that 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 kind of that that kind of discord is uh, difficult to come by. Mhm. Now, it's a sort of, yeah, it's almost like you um, yeah, if you if you dis, if you dislike something or you like something that puts you in these different camps and you're not supposed to talk to each other.
0: Yeah, and I'm so freaking tired of those camps or camping at all when it comes to that kind of thing. So yeah, glad to have you guys here so we can just talk normally about geekness.
2: All well, right, those are, are my geekiness.
0: battle lines? Uh, I'm all, done. <laughs> <laughs> all right um let's see what i've been geeking on i'll start oh, yeah. with uh yeah because of like i saw the battleground for willow and i i my heart was just shattered when i saw rings of power i watched all of it and i hated it mm-hmm. and like I, I just don't want to be a part of like social justice back and forthing on like television but i was like yeah man i, I really wish i could go for some sword and sorcery so, um, yeah, many years ago, Legend of the Seeker had been recommended, and it was, like, um, a descendant of the Hercules Action Pack uh, kind of production. And, um, Action Pack. Yeah, <laughs> I finally gave it a go, and I'm in love. Like, this Ooh. show is everything that kind of want in fantasy. Like, you have uh, boys and girls. Like, there's no, like, elevating one or the other. They fight side by side. Everybody gets to have their cool and suck moments. Uh, you get to end up the fun of getting to like know characters that you, you've just met, where you just kind of get in the ground floor, and you're like, who are these people? And the, the old way of shows where you don't have to be the greatest show right the fuck away. You get to watch the show uh, single episode by single episode, self-contained, which is also fun and old school, where instead of being serialized where every episode leads to the next, which I'm, I'm also just getting worn out on. Um, mm-hmm. You, you sit down, you hit play, you get a beginning and end of an episode complete, and you're like, "That was a fun sit. That was, that was a good. That was, uh, yeah. You, I get, I get to enjoy it, and um, yeah, I do recommend it. It's uh, 90s or early 2000s fantasy schlock, but it's a lot of fun. Uh, anybody check out Legend Seeker? Never it, seen it before. Ne- never heard of it, but it. Looks like uh, Sam Raimi is behind yep. it. Yep, yep. Sam Raimi's crew. Sam Raimi and uh, New Zealand era Power Rangers. I'm noticing, like uh, was, a Power Ranger. In, uh, mm-hmm. It was produced in New Zealand,
1: so I wonder if they did that because give it sort of like that Lord of the Rings feel, where uh, absolutely a lot of the you know the scenery has sort of like a fantasy quality to it.
3: Plus the incentives, because New Zealand went pretty hard into uh, offering productions incentives to come film there, especially after the uh, success of Lord of the Rings and they saw how much of an influx of money to their economy that produced, so they just started throwing incentives around everywhere to get more people to produce content there, uh, do shows there. Yeah. Yep,
0: beautiful landscapes, and I've seen at least two Power Ranger alumni show up in there, so it's just kind of fun to see nice, like old actors that you've seen in other places. Yeah, Legend of Seeker. It's a lot of fun if you just like want old school uh, episode per episode fun. Uh, Legend of Seeker, yeah, um,
3: isn't that part of like the Saturday afternoon um, uh, action pack? Like you're referring to, like with uh, Xena and Hercules uh, and all that.
0: Yeah, I, I, I believe it came after those shows ended, and there's like a yeah. I wouldn't ever call it dark or hard edged, but the it's a, a less it's um a tad less goofy than hercules and xena were but you can still get the same kind of like certain kinds of sound effects and feel of those shows if you enjoyed them so if you like those you'd probably like legend of seeker
2: yeah it's uh it was originally a book uh looks like by terry yeah. goodkind
0: heard and people keep on screaming on top of mountains please read the books they're really good
2: i um i read the sort of truth um mm. By him, not the whole thing, because apparently it's twenty-one books, and I know I didn't read oh, twenty-one God. books by Terry Goodkind, but I think I read some of them, and I remember enjoying them. I don't remember a single character or plot point from them, but I remember liking mm-hmm. it. Um, but Keith, something really quick, I want to kind of yes, jump please, into what you're saying It's like I know that you've really been kind of getting more into these uh, more one and done modular kind of episodes yes, of things, shows, yeah. Right, Stargate, uh Star Trek the Next Generation, you name it. Anything from before a certain time period.
4: Mm-hmm. Right.
2: Anything like I would really say, I I kind of saw the the real birth of serialization with uh Battlestar Galactica. Like, I was gonna say
0: one. exactly Battlestar Galactica.
2: Yeah, and, and that's really the direction now we've gone in. that uh, seems to be what people crave. Is everything has to be, you know, a cliffhanger, and then oh, what's gonna happen on the next episode. Uh and now personally, I really like serialized things it keeps me involved mm-hmm. and i like a nice overarching story however i'm going to compare this to video games mm-hmm. uh i remember in like the late 90s like back when the n64 and the playstation were coming out everything was about 3d games mm-hmm. and uh and everything had to be 3d and if was making or playing 2d games like old castlevania games old mario brothers you name it then you know you're behind the times and you're doing it wrong yeah and then eventually
4: exactly- mm-hmm.
2: and then eventually people realized oh no these are this is just two different ways of doing a great thing and so Mm -hmm. now plenty of great 2d games are being made plenty of great quote-unquote 3d games are being made so i feel like we're kind of now reaching to that again maybe i mean i understand that this is from like between like 2008 2010 but i think we're seeing less serialized things and more individual episodes of things and so i think we're maybe going to see a return of that sort of like format
0: i hope so uh so like yeah, I was like exactly uh, the Battlestar a changeover where there's just mm-hmm. like this one uh, single episode that everybody hates. I loved because it was so self-contained. And it was like <laughs> um, what's that Apollo? Like he, he was going on some kind of black market uh, episode. Oh god, the black market episode. Yeah, people got so mad. I'm like, <laughs> but like it began and ended. Thank you. Um, but like, and that's why like I stay away from Netflix type shows where it's just like you know like. And done with the episode. Yeah, but you guys see the next one. I'm like, I gotta go to bed. I I, I gotta do something. Please stop like dragging me <laughs> to the next episode. I <laughs> I just how can you let me go after one, and I'll come back when I'm ready. And yeah, that that's the the first uh, frustration that i have been experiencing. But the the unfortunate thing I'm finding though is that um whenever someone tries to attempt these kind of episode, the episodic uh, shows, uh, they don't last like um. Uh, was it the real to me? The real Star Trek, the Orville, um, Thundercrushed, oh, single so episodes. Good. They were yes, they're amazing, so good. In every season they're struggling like a motherfucker to get another season. It seems like it does seem like it's freaking over. So
2: yeah, I think it is. It's a I'm damn still shame. Holding out hope. Yeah. No, yeah, I'm still holding out, man.
0: <laughs> yeah, me too. I'm. I'm. I hope it's, if Discovery I, gets
3: another season, Orville gets another <laughs> season. Damn it.
0: Yeah, but Discovery does the episode, the episode, the episode, episode. So yeah, like I, I want, I want it to come back, but I think that it just isn't as beneficial to the streaming format that wants to keep you um, stuck to that. Platform I think
2: that's a really, as as a really good point. But you know, if you think about it, um, yeah, it's like. My... <sighs> is what they want to do is right. Is they want to keep people um, watching of course. And by that, I mean, they want to keep us watching month to month, not day to day or hour to hour. So mm. you, um, you know, don't cancel your subscription, which is I think a, one of the big reasons why now they're starting to bring these episodes out uh, every week as opposed to like all at once. So yep. them, <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Netflix noticed, I think they spent all this money to have some people like enjoy it for a week or like a few days and then they're out versus, yeah, everybody else is like, once a week, we keep you longer, we keep you on longer.
2: Yeah. And, and I'm sure you're right. Then a lot of people, they're, they're, they've been watching it. You get a cliffhanger on January 31st, and you know, you got to, you have to like say subscribe through February, whatever, to keep watching it. And so, yeah, yeah, that's, uh, whatever, whatever makes the most money. That's what it's going to come down to.
0: See, And then, like, and also, like, um, I've found that it's it's fun that I have like an almost infinite uh toy box to sift through for t v shows that do do that still, so I'm okay you can, the future can do it at once, and I can explore uh lots of old anime such as the Dirty Pair, which has been thunder killing it. oh my God, that show's really good um it also does uh single episodes um I'd almost say almost uh I wouldn't say to its detriment, but uh, since how used we uh, how much we've gotten used to shows building up to a, an all-out finale, um, it was kind of sad that like Dirty Pair, like every episode self-contained. The animation is off the charts, amazing and detailed, and then the last episode is just another pretty fucking great episode, and then it's over. It wasn't a buildup of this bad guy over 26 episodes it was just like the latest keeper it was really good and so long we're out and you're like oh, wow. yeah
2: was was it canceled early oh sorry chuck
0: not not canceled it i the just ended its run of like 26 episodes
1: i was going to say throughout this conversation the the kind of show i miss maybe they're out there and i've just been not seeing them was sort of the um Kind of like the style of X-Files or Cowboy Bebop where you have this ongoing story, but then what they do is they pepper in a bunch of standalone episodes where if you see them or miss them, whatever, but uh, you know, it just kind of flushes out the world and make things fun. And, and uh, like I said, I may be missing something out there that's like that, but I always I enjoyed think, that format. I
0: think if you're looking for something like that, um, Fringe, have we, did you watch that? Uh, no, I've not. Yeah, that's kind of the fun of like what I uh, like how I've been exploring TV. Where like I like this kind of show. What's still out there? And um, I never got too deep into X Files, although I kind of think I might want to try uh, sometime. But um, the other X Files show that people once upon a time just spammed the recommendation of was Fringe. So if you're looking to get that feel again,
4: yeah,
1: well, not necessarily the feel of the show, but sort of like the the structure of of the stories
4: mm-hmm.
1: um you know it doesn't there necessarily have to be anime or paranormal or whatever but that that always stuck with me
2: oh you know what show i think did that really well is uh supernatural oh is, yeah they, oh that's yeah I need
0: to get back to as well
2: yep they didn't do they yeah i'm i didn't like watch the last like couple of seasons of that i want to say but um yeah, how, how many seasons did Stig- you watch oh <laughs> uh, hold on i can i'll actually need to look up how many there were what was the got, 13, there seasons?
0: 13 seasons uh, then I, watched, uh,
2: I watched 11 Damn.
0: 11 seasons yeah i think i got to five maybe i gave I up don't. after the first <laughs> huh, you, didn't, you didn't like it
3: <laughs> it it was fun for the first half of the first season after that i was like i can't possibly keep this going but 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 M- and I, 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 I start running out of steam because, like, if I get that feeling of this, this is going to get repetitive really quick. Because I had that feeling with House because I loved House at first. Mm. And I got through the first three seasons of that, and like, okay, this is the this, this template for every
2: episode's ridiculous. I'm done. Okay. But MJ uh, Dean Dean is so handsome.
4: He's, a, <laughs> he's
0: so handsome, pretty man. He's a pretty, pretty man. <laughs> I <don't laughs> like those
3: two
2: actors. Uh, uh, th-
3: those two actors are great. I just I couldn't see yeah. that format going much longer and then i find out you no know, the, show, the show's finally wrapping up in it's 13th season like you kept it going for 13 seasons are you kidding me no of I, course great anatomy is going on 21 seasons so i guess i what? can't say much that show's still um,
4: going
2: i didn't even know
3: race anatomy is still going strong holy shit
0: so like supernatural is also that thing that i miss in tv shows where they can afford to not have the greatest first season and each like up to where, where I was watching, where I hear it does fall off, but where I was watching, each season really did get better than the last. And yep. like season really? finales, it goes so fucking oh, yeah. hard. I'll, I'll be like, holy fucking <sighs> shit! Like, yeah. yeah, they they kept on getting better. And I just liked really it. Um, like Stargate and this, like, have room to fuck up, have room uh, not else. to be the greatest, so that I can I can watch you try to get better. Versus now, I see like shows are like, you better be the best season, the first season, or you're canceled.
3: Yeah, I, I've been half tempted to give Supernatural another try because I saw they added a John Constantine esque character to it, and like, yes. oh, did they go full Constantine with him or did they just do Constantine from Wish? I think, from what I understand,
2: like it's full but Constantine. But an yeah, Wait, are right. we are we uh, are we talking about
0: uh, Cass?
4: Yes. Yeah. I think.
0: Yep. Oh, Cass is so great. Yeah. <laughs> just, I've I only love him I guess. so much. I, yeah. I I only saw, saw him start to show up, so like that's where I, I fell off. Oh, so yeah, gosh. that does remind me. I have to go back to Supernatural. Oh
2: yeah, definitely. All definitely right, okay. I've,
3: Yeah, I've heard a, a lot of great things about Castile. I mean, Castile is like to have an analogous to Breaking Bad is like um, Gus and. Um, What's his nuts from uh, Breaking Bad? Just those are the characters I started watching that show for. I could really give a damn about Jesse and Walter after a while.
2: I oh, I'll tell you. Like, listen, I love the dynamic between Sam and Dean, but if it weren't for Cass, I would have stopped watching it probably after. Well, whenever Cass showed up, honestly, um, he, he was necessary, and they they make you care. But listen, um, yeah, you know, give it another shot, and and if it's still not for you, then yeah, you know, and and I'll I'll tell you what, I'll give Breaking Bad another shot.
0: I, I furiously boycotted Supernatural so hard. Seriously. I was so mad because, <laughs> like, it was. Like, were you were you friends while that while I was doing that? Oh, probably. Um. Yeah. Like, because, like, I was a Buffy the Vampire Slayer fan, hardcore. Mm, I was that angel be. to to the to the core, and to me, Supernatural was like the the shady version of Buffy. And oh, then, sure. yeah, what? then Buffy and Angel freaking got canceled, and like, what? And then, like, well. Supernatural should get cancelled too and it just kept on going on and on. I'm like Oh not, not fair. Yeah. Not fair. Yeah, and that's also why I didn't watch Stargate. Because <laughs> like I was Farscape and Farscape gets cancelled. Stargate keeps going, what is this world? And uh yeah. Eventually once I got over it, um it's it's you can just like different TV shows. <laughs> so Yeah. Alright. Um let's see. Uh I I'm gonna I'm gonna try two more geek things. Yeah. Um to prepare myself for the upcoming phase of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, I'm reading the classic Secret Wars comic book. Mm-hmm. Um, where it looks like like Marvel All Stars, uh, like mid '80s, they get pulled to Battle Planet, where uh, classic Avengers bad guys, the X Men, and the Avengers all duke it out, and the power dynamics in the comic are really interesting. Uh, I feel like I'm reading it before the big explosion of the X-Men because the X-Men are punks. Like, they can't take Spider-Man. Spider-Man will show up and, and take the whole squad. They can't keep up with one guy. And um, there's, like, a, a major part in it where Colossus gets hit by a guy with a crowbar and nearly fucking dies. And just kind of like, whoa. What? What? Yeah. like Where did he get hit? You- he got hit in his ribs by a guy with a crowbar from the. Was it in his uh, metal? Was he well? Yes, he was metal in metal form. form. That's what? yeah.
2: That's what, while you're reading it, is it a magical crowbar? What the hell?
0: A super crowbar. A where, super like, crowbar. When you read it, like I'll the big him. fucking dogs on the the yeah. playing field are Iron Man, the Hulk. Um, like if if anyone who can take a real hit is Iron Man, the Hulk. Um. And some of the bad guys. And Doctor Doom can take basically everybody on every team. Um, yeah. But yeah, the power dynamics are amazing. Like freaking Wolverine got one shot by Spider-Man. Spider-Man just backhanded him out of like the entire fight. And it's just kind of like weird to see this happen. But I mean, That's like. When you can also- tell
3: who are the best selling titles at the time.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but then like also there's a, there's a fun aspect to it where like the X-Men being the underdogs kind of makes you root for them more because they have to fight harder to survive. And when they do make a win, you're like, all right, go X-Men. So I can see like, probably that's what people are feeling as the X-Men started to rise. Um, Yeah. And I'm just kind of like reading it to see who I think is going to be in the upcoming secret Wars movie where I'm guessing this is why um, Wolverine is coming back. He's definitely has to be in secret Wars. Or are they are they gonna do a Secret Wars movie? I thought they were going with the whole Kang
3: Dynasty thing, and that was gonna be their Kang was gonna be their big bad for the next two phases. So uh, I guess, oh, there's I guess, Secret Invasion
0: and Right. Avenger Secret Wars is coming.
3: Oh. I guess I missed that in the almighty release schedule that they keep vomiting out. <laughs> so yeah,
0: for Secret Wars, uh, the people you have to have in place are definitely Wolverine, Wasp. Um, storm, and yeah, I wonder how they're going to show up. Make Doctor Doom show up for Secret Wars. Oh yeah, hey, look Flip at that! Two thousand twenty-six, the final movie of Phase Six. I'll be darned. Yeah, right. yeah. Before that happens, like they need to have themselves one killer Doctor Doom. So finally, it, yeah, it's gonna be interesting <laughs> to see how they pull all this stuff together. And so, 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 do you recommend reading Secret Wars? Is it good? Are you enjoying it? Um, I think I would. Uh, there's. It's not like it's not like a masterpiece of like, you know, Alan Moore or Grant Morrison level, but it's just kind of like a fun time capsule of like what once was and what's probably going to be. And just enjoying this mishmash of like a toy box of characters, um, all mixing up Uh. and fighting each other and arguing against each other. And someone saying, you know, wait, I'm the leader. No, you're the leader or this and that. And like seeing like, um, like Captain America or Professor X, Professor X and Captain America like team up together, or hearing Wolverine talk smack to Spider Man, it's kind of yeah, it's a lot of fun. I would definitely recommend it. It's it's pretty okay. robust. I. E. back
3: in the days when big crossovers were actual events versus nowadays where it's like oh god sales are saying quick crossover crossover <laughs> get them get them get in there get them all in there
0: beautiful <laughs> events instead of like freaking financial obligations which is oh. when i had to tap out of conflicts i'm like look i don't want to know everything that happened
4: but what, you don't want uh,
3: a zero hour every two years like dc's been doing for the last 20 years not so or another
0: crisis excuse me or, or actually, um, sure, but I'll get the trade paper back like you know five ten years later. Um, all right, and then lastly, what I've been geeking on is what should I pick? Uh, Deka or Jurassic World Dominion? Um, I'll say really quickly, Jurassic World Dominion against everyone. I loved it. I, I even you even go as far as say loved it. Um, loved it was it. Makes yeah, sense. it was it was convoluted. It was. Uh, <laughs> It was silly. It was cheesy, and that's what I want. Oh, yes. I, it was a monster movie, and like I think people are looking for the la da da wonder of Steven Spielberg, and like you know, really feeling that place. But if uh, if you want like Indiana Jones monster movie adventure, that's I had a blast with freaking uh, Dominion. Um, I've been wanting this for a long time. Ever since like I, I read the first Jurassic World uh, book. And I was like, "Okay, fuck yes." How do we get this to dinosaur planet and danger in like neighborhoods? And they kind of hit that mark. And there's just like lots of fun of like the, the motorcycle chase against raptors through a city. Um, That's kind of cool. Yeah, great showdowns. Um, yeah, and like yeah, like I the new characters. The pilot chick, she was fun. Yeah, I. I uh,
3: the apology to justice just, smith for the last movie yeah
0: <laughs> yeah I, justice I, smith you you was not emasculated horribly which was uh, appreciated God. um yeah uh did anybody get, did you guys see it did you guys hate it
3: i watched the entire jurassic series leading up to that so i was kind of re indoctrinated to everything going into it i thought mm-hmm. it was a fun end cap to the entire series i'm kind of hoping that it is the end cap to the series cuz don't see how they can do any more with that story. But yeah, it was, it was a good campy fun movie.
0: Yeah. Can't be fun.
2: I haven't Um, seen it. I I haven't seen, I think uh, that or the one leading up to it. Um, But I keep kind of meaning to, and I really like hearing that you enjoyed it, uh, that you both enjoyed it. So like, yeah, maybe I'll, uh, I'll check it out now.
0: Yeah. Yeah. If you're looking for dinosaur monster movie action fun and not like, you know, it's not going to be that thoughtful. You'll be okay. If you want to see, so an outrun raptors through a city. That, well, yeah, that that chase was so much fucking fun. Uh, like it, it was like um, speeder bikes through a forest, but a motorcycle through a city, dodging dinosaurs. Fuck yes. And uh, what did you say that
2: up. it didn't have the the, the Spielberg Spielbergian Google eyed something? La di da. Yeah, <laughs> <La-dee-da. laughs>
0: I mean <laughs> look. Spielberg la di da. Yeah, it, it didn't, it didn't have the, the grandiosity of-, of the
2: first the there you go. That's la da da
0: equals grandiosity. Yes. yeah a
2: lot yeah lot and listen i mean i like that as much as the next guy and i feel like is there a place in our media for la da wonder now in
0: 2023 i i i think so and i do i just don't understand why no one's really doing it lately. oh you
2: know i can tell you why because people people want to see jaded they feel like if we're seeing something that's like wow look at this that we're being spoken down to mm. hot take
1: also, I have to wonder if, like, when, when I hear Lottie, yeah, I think of, like, fantasy and whimsy, and yeah. it kind, of, kind of goes back to the discussion on Willow, but I, I have to wonder if, um, kind of like the seriousness of, of, uh, and, and particularly in terms of fantasy, uh, high fantasy, I wonder if, like, Lord of the Rings and uh, Game of Thrones had such an impact on fantasy films where... Anything less serious than those films may be uh, viewed as too kiddy or too immature.
0: Yeah, like and the necessary MCU thing of making fun of it so that you don't look like you're too into it. Right. Uh, right. Yeah, is, is definitely well, too prevalent.
2: I'm actually glad that you brought that up because it's something I was thinking while we're having this conversation. Is Has there truly been a movie or a series of movies that hit the same level of Majesty that the original Lord of the Rings trilogy did.
1: No, I, I personally, I don't think so. <laughs> yeah,
2: <laughs> right. Yeah. It's been twenty years. Well, I think See. the thing
1: with, with Lord of the Rings it, it it seems like one of those tentpole film experiences that happen rarely in our lifetimes. Like, for example, going oh, yeah. back to Jaws and Star Wars and the creation of the blockbuster movie as we know it. You know, there's only been so many films that kind of. Got everybody's attention worldwide, like Jurassic Park being one of the original for the first Jurassic Park film being one of those.
2: Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. I remember, I remember seeing Fellowship in the theater and those credits rolling, and just sitting there stunned. Me I too. <laughs> stunned. I move. I didn't know. I, I didn't know what to do. I didn't know what.
0: To do. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Like when, I, when I first watched it, like I was like, okay, let me just watch this bullshit. I'm sorry. Whatever. Yeah. You know, this is, this is a fantasy movie. Okay. Whatever. You know, I'm disappointed by. For Dungeon Dragons, that like oh, I had my oh, high hopes for, yeah. that freaking exploded into a wall of flame, and then like yeah. I like <laughs> the that that, that that openings like voice happens, and then like the the part where um I just went <gasps> this is the greatest movie I've ever seen was like when um uh freaking Saruman was fucking up Gandalf and spank him around the room and threw him up into the sky. I was like, what the fuck is happening? And after it was over, I called Chuck. <laughs> I called Mark. <laughs> I called my friend Max. I was like, uh, ah, it's happened. Star Wars got topped. Well, it happened. They're like, Yeah, Keith. Oh, I I, that. I'm, I'm that. sure I remember that. Yep. Ah, that's they're, so they're, funny. Yeah, I'm sure Keith. I'm sure I'm <laughs> like, you guys understand it's happening. Yeah. So yeah, I, it's been a long time since I experienced that much genuine heart. Like the closest I've come to it is like um like, you know, Avengers and Avengers Endgame. But even there, oh, yeah. it wasn't so mm-hmm. much that I really felt like I was Engulfed by the world, right? As much as I experienced the great event, it was they're oh so great, but yeah,
2: dude, Avengers. I remember watching Avengers with like our, our whole crew at the time went and saw it. Yeah. Keith. Like you, me, Jason, Jim, and I. Like it was one of the first times I truly cheered during a oh. movie. That,
0: the the the, the crowd we ride. had with us was so much fun. Yeah, the what first
2: Avengers. Yes, yes, yes. First Avengers. Yeah. Yep.
0: Like when, when that guy when he said, "And that guy's playing Galaga." And they actually went to shot the guy playing Galaga, but the crowd just erupted in laughter. That was some most fun I've had in the theater Uh, ever. Good, job, Sweden when he
3: was when he still cared. (laughs) Yeah, yeah.
0: Okay, and then I'm going to say one last thing I've been geeking on, um, which would be the Keep. Uh, I all the Michael Mann movie. Yeah, that was so much fun and such a bizarre transportation to another world. It's about, like, um, it, it, it's fun going oh, into not knowing. Oh, yeah,
4: like, The
2: Keep. Whoa. Oh, God,
0: yes. I'm glad you saw it. Dude, it's um, so
2: weird. I love it. I love it. This yeah. is, like, the perfect, like, just bizarre 80s.
4: Mm-hmm. What, are we,
2: what are we even doing here? The, oh, you know what? I don't I, yeah. mean to jump in on this. Sorry, but Please. But like, this Please. This is one of those, like, rainy Sunday morning on TV movies.
0: Yep, like, what the fuck is this? You turn on, it on, you don't you know what's gonna on. happen, and then like, whoa! Like what, what is happening? <laughs> so weird. <laughs> you get <laughs> well, blasted into that cavern where like the, the, the some ancient civilization may have existed and the 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 demon rises up and like the way it starts doesn't feel like it's gonna go that hard. Like it like no. it starts very serious World War II movie and you're like okay i i, I know what feel is going for and then like you know the, the glowing lightning and the, the ghost of god starts floating through a high hallways and the music of uh, tangerine dream god fucking damn <laughs> that that was a trip i'm so glad i finally saw that oh
2: dude i'm gonna rewatch it now you brought is, it up
0: yeah i i love world war ii
1: films um both you know fictional and whatever but But this this was crazy. Like I I've always seen the movie poster, you know, throughout the decades, and I'm like, oh, that's such a cool poster. I should look into what that movie's about. I had no idea it's about Nazi soldiers resurrecting a demon or something.
0: Yeah, it's it's basically it's a Cthulhu Satanic Panic encounter, Mm -hmm. and um, yeah, by by the end of it, you can tell that something happened uh, with the production. Cause like there's like these sudden fast cuts and suddenly people are dying late too fast. Um, yeah, ending, even though it's, the it's,
3: cut of the cut of that ending is just atrocious, it's so abrupt. You can tell yeah. the studio stepped in. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. Am, yeah. All but its looks... faults involved. It's still I cannot recommend it highly enough. Like it, oh, it, there's wow. like a elsewhere in the Highland era weird universe. Feels Did you, you read it. the book? No.
2: There's a book of this
3: it is adapted from a horror novel that came out in 81. And it was one of those deals where they optioned it as soon as the book was written and published.
2: Dude. Huh. Mm.
1: And it sounds like it was originally a three and a half hour film, but it had to get yeah. cut down. Maybe Ooh, yeah, that's why. Uh,
0: I would throw down real money for the full cut of that. and I Absolutely. I, hope, um, yeah, I wonder I, if Michael I, Mann
3: would even dare going back to that.
4: <laughs> See, he, he's because he's, i've
3: read interviews with man he sounded very jaded by the entire experience just probably yeah. why he hasn't gone back to the horror fantasy genre since
2: um i do really i i'm the last the last time i saw this like in modern times i guess mm-hmm. was like maybe six seven years ago i watched mm-hmm. this when i was sick with the flu i just remember posting up and just uh, you know waking up from fever dreams and like i'm gonna watch the keep <laughs> Oof, that sounds fun it was yeah. great you know how so much the demon
3: looked like Apocalypse from the X-Men yep
0: yeah Yep. yep. he does I wonder if there's a connection Definitely right, Apocalypse that being, vibes. that being the end of what I'm geeking on before we close up the episode and uh, go on to the next episode where we review the movie has uh, there anything in geek news worth talking about that's been going on I feel like there's been some things that happened?
3: Well, I had yeah. a question to pose to all of you. Um, they came out with the nominations for the awards season this week, the Oscars and the Razzies. Yes, yes. Question I wanted to pose to you guys. What movies do you think were snubbed from... One movie from the Oscars and which movie was snubbed from the Razzies?
0: Oh, I don't watch enough movies to know, sadly yeah. enough. I would I, say that... Uh, uh,
3: I about yeah, first. So that's good. Yeah. Um, I thought Nope was a definite snub by the Oscars. I thought that should at least have gotten a few technical awards, if not for the screenplay, because I love that freaking movie. But well, nothing, nope the, the Batman got nominations over Nope.
2: Ooh. Nope didn't get anything. Nothing. Whoa. That's a crime. It should so, have at least yeah. like special effects stuff were amazing, and that's ridiculous.
0: I, exactly. I, I, I'm going to say it's because of it like to me Nope is on the same level as Tremors. And Tremors probably didn't gain Oscar nominations either, like and like it's just because of their genre, likely. Because uh, Tremors also like it's the same feel, kind of almost uh, structure to it, and I understand why Nope didn't get it uh, because it, the fun creative movies like that just don't hit with the Oscars. Well, even Mia
3: Goth, who uh, was in uh, the movie X, and um, it's spin spinoff. I'm forgetting the name of the spinoff at the moment. Uh, she was going on record this week saying how the Oscars just hates horror movies. and
1: Oh, yeah. And fantasy and sci-fi, all of that. They may get te- technical achievements, um, but anything else they really don't get attention for. But that, that being said, with Lord of the Rings, uh, the last one, the
4: Return
1: um, yeah. of the King, won every single nomination um, which was like 11, 12, 13, I forget. But a lot of people were like... Uh, the, a
4: little like, too
1: yeah, late? <laughs> uh, yeah, well, I think it's because it, it meant to be, it was more for the accomplishment of all three films as opposed to just yes. Return of
0: the King. I think right? that was but, too large for like the Oscars to ev- try to even ignore. Like, you know, box yeah. office and technical and all the achievements it hit. Like, you just yeah. could not deny that one. Yeah, exactly. yeah, it was
3: nope, but if, you know, it was such a Spielberg send up from Jordan Peele. I fear, like, at least a yeah. couple of the Academy Award voters would have gone, oh, okay, we get it.
2: But no.
1: Yeah, for, for cinematography or something, at least, you think. Right. Um,
2: I do want to say, I'm looking at some of the nominations here, and I believe there was a mix up. Um, I see that uh, Morbius has been nominated for a Razzie. Mm, and yep. I'm assuming that they meant to give it an Academy Award for Best Picture.
0: <laughs> I'm preparing myself we for uh, movie, right? Morbius. <laughs> I haven't seen it yet. I, I, I have a dark feeling that I might like Morbius. So I'm bracing I'm yeah, myself for have I haven't seen it either. What, what,
3: what? I haven't seen it either. But Let's it like this it. way, Keith. Did you like Catwoman? Ooh. The first
0: one? uh not first exactly. one? The only one. The first one oh, yeah. yeah, yeah no. Uh, I, I, it was, uh, it was uh, definitely an experience. Morbius is side-eye.
2: Catwoman level awful. Whoa. We'll Damn. see, we'll see. That's we'll epic. See. I want to watch it more now.
0: Yes, I'm very curious do- <laughs> about what Morbius does. It doesn't have anything as
3: epic as the basketball scene from Catwoman. Or, or the seesaw <laughs> scene from Daredevil. But it's the dance scene from Matt Smith. It's like, oh my god,
1: why Matt, why? <laughs>
3: <laughs> but speaking of the Razzie's, I also thought they... I don't know why they went so hard after the movie *Blonde*, which wasn't that awful. It wasn't great, but it wasn't awful. But *Moonfall*, I thought was a big exception from their nomination
0: list. Fuck yes, *Moonfall*. Oh. I love that movie. I'll champion it to the rest of my days. That was so much fun. Um, really quickly, uh, not to keep on going what I geek on, um, but I did want to talk about the Oscar Award nominee uh, *Tar*, because uh, yeah, my friend was like, "Hey, let's watch." Oscar nominee, see what the world what the buzz is about. Um, did anybody watch Tar?
2: I'm gonna watch that probably tonight or tomorrow.
0: No, I don't know anything about it. Holy uh, it's God good. Oh, okay. Yeah, um it's a character study about a woman who is rising in like the uh orchestra conducting world and she makes some choices and uh bad things happen. And like it's just such a a perfectly like serious snobby movie. There's no like it, it's away from the darkness that I usually enjoy, and, and I loved it. Like, that movie's gonna stick with me forever. And I, I can't, um, can I spoil like the, the nope. there's like a final shot, okay? There's a final <laughs> shot that, um, won't make sense and it won't change the trajectory of what you're seeing. Oh, here. All I'm gonna say is you wouldn't expect a snobby movie like this to make a Capcom reference. But okay. I like that. Uh, right. Art Art Fart movie, its climax is something that is a massive Capcom video game reference. Wow. And when it happens, like huh. without when it happens, you you won't know it unless you have played that game a lot. But then I was just like sitting through the credits and it was like, yeah, Capcom and this game, like what the fuck? Like, oh Yeah, this movie—like you wouldn't expect rising. To- yeah, Seriously. you wouldn't expect a snobby movie like this about uh, orchestra and life and, and pianos and-, and cellists to end well. with a deep cut about Capcom. How, how, how deep and we then it cuts to how deep black? We, how deep we talking here?
1: Um, well, the final. The final shot is Kate Blanchett uh, uh a piano.
0: I, I, I uh, like. I won't go. I won't, oh, I won't say anymore. See that. But yeah. See, let's I mean, see honestly, then, yeah. Because, like, you—you oh, you, the way you're expecting the movie to end oh is definitely God. not in a Capcom world.
2: Let me tell you, not, no, like,
0: they don't go into the Capcom world, but yeah, it's Chuck,
2: like, Chuck. You said you said that, and I'm like, well, I think it's I think it's got to be deeper.
0: Um, I'll, I'll say it's just like a Yeah, that's don't tell don't us. Don't tell us. We them. gotta yeah, watch yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, I I it's a, it's a great uh like just uh like late saturday date movie, chill, you will be swept away the the pacing of the like a lot of movies like I watch, I like taking pictures of them because they hit these beats that maybe go, "Whoa, oh, awesome." This I was completely enthralled, no pictures whatsoever. The story just swept me away. So that and then lastly and, I'm, and then I'm done. I'm so sorry that I'm doing this because Uh, We've all been saying, like, please don't go too long with too many different things. But last thing, because I talk about it constantly, there's a live action three body problem TV show that's currently airing uh, Uh. made in China, uh, but being released on YouTube for free legally and subtitled in English. And I do highly recommend it. Like if you don't want to read the book, this is staying amazingly faithful to so many beats and feels of the book. That uh, a lot of fans are pretty happy. They're adding a little bit more. Like the book is there's there's a good amount in the book, but you wouldn't think it'd be thirty fucking episodes worth. But yeah, here we are. Um, and it releases like five per week. So is that fan sub? Oh no, it's a uh, it's legit from the people making it. Um, nice. They they really want America to get in on it because it's gigantic over in China, and they want to try to have the same effect on the world that america does when we make something that's big over here and also they wanted to beat netflix to the punch um because it's their cultural like touchstone of like oh, holy right. shit like we we've, we've hit our own game of thrones and then netflix like sure we'll make one too and then China's no, no. like fuck that
2: yeah it's like, wait, wait wait hold on no, no 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 we got it we got it don't mm. worry yeah yeah so, um, that's in that I forgot that yeah that there is one being produced already mm. for netflix but that's
0: the game of thrones or? guys it's yeah. a series, yeah.
2: The Game of Thrones guys.
0: Yep, Game of Thrones guys and Ryan Johnson. Oh no, <laughs> Ryan Johnson. Oh yes. no, 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 <laughs> Ryan Johnson. The Game <laughs> of yes, Thrones Ryan. guys.
2: I'm like, but oh. right, no, Luke Skywalker is in it, and he's so angry and weird. <laughs> he's
4: just always <laughs> in
0: the background, just getting beat up, <laughs> just constantly uh, in the background, just getting. I'm so bad at Jedi now. <laughs> <laughs>
4: You know, I'm, on
3: his blue milk. I'm trying to take it easy on Ryan Johnson, because it, it's starting to feel like more or less Jedi was an aberration as filmography, yep. but I, I'm still leery. I mean, he just came out with a new series on uh, Peacock called Poker Face with uh, Natasha Leon that I really want to check out, but Ooh. there's still that thing in the back of my mind of, it's Brian Johnson. Oh, and I'm still Dude, on the fence about how I, I really feel about Glass Onion.
0: <laughs> I, I While I was watching Last Jedi, I knew he was doing that on purpose. Like he, Well, like, not so much fucking up the story, but he was trying to hurt us. Um, Not in a malicious oh, way, he but was he effective. was... Yeah, he mm-hmm. wasn't trying to... Was, and not as, as overtly a malicious way, but he wanted... He was like, I got you. I got you in a the theater. There's no escape. I'm going to make you feel all this. And and he, he fucking did it. So, like, yeah, I, down the road, I got the Ryan Johnson trilogy so that we can have a, a full conversation about what he is as a filmmaker. Where we start with, like, one of my favorite movies of all time that he did. Brick. That one I used to like just Unper. make I used to make sure everybody watched it. Looper not so much. Um I would say yeah. that maybe as a as a fourth one. I like I like Looper a lot though. But I think the trilogy would be to me his best brick. Then we go last Jedi. Then I hear Knives Out was really good. So I want to see like how do I feel post Last Jedi? Can he still become the king to me again?
2: Right. Yeah. Um uh I, all right uh, yeah yep sorry I was gonna
0: the, the good if we can end with that great all right that's, so yeah is good. there anything in else in the geek world that we want to talk about no I think that's good I think we're ready to uh get, all sci-fi get on to the here. movie oh cool all right everyone thank you so much for listening to us um we would love to see you in the next episode where we talk about the black hole if not thank you for hanging out with us and geek out.